one, and it's wide, and Bobby has 30 steals in his rookie season. 610 Sports Radio, KCSB Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. If you don't get the reference, the song is called Money for Nothing. Because you ain't getting nothing, Missouri, when you don't let sports gambling allowed in your state. Step up. Listen to Cody and Gold from 10 to 2. You got two guys that are extremely horny to sports bet every single day of their lives. Speaking of that, we're now joined by Alex Gold of Cody and Gold. I mean, that's the best I can give you for introduction right there. I love it. That's great, man. Uh, that, that that is one of the better intros I've had in, in quite some time. It's good to be. It's good to be on with you. I'm assuming you got a parlay tonight or something. Uh, yeah. I mean, not really. I had a rough weekend, man. I had a really. This the public is, got crushed. Dude. I mean, this the public is, got yeah. crushed. <laughs> this is probably the worst it's been for me. Uh, to be honest with you, since probably week. 12 of the NFL season. Yeah, I don't think you're alone at all. Like I said, I mean, it, it was a, a situation where if you look at least heading into Sunday, and I don't know how Sunday ended up turning out for the public. I didn't look, but the, the, the public and the, the average better for the most part got crushed. I'm not saying that there aren't people listening that made money. That's not what I'm saying at all. But just right. overall, it was, a, it was a very good, as it usually is, couple of days for uh, for sports books. So hopefully everybody bet uh, bet responsibly, but have had a good time, obviously, uh, with some entertainment. And uh, and yeah, if you made money, even better. All right, Gold. Let's uh, let's get to the elephant in the room tonight. There was a pretty big deal in the state of Missouri when it comes to wagering for sports gambling. The floor is yours. Let the people know where we stand as of seven o two p.m. Central Time in the United States. So this is perfect that I came on with you because uh, about 10 minutes ago, if that, the bill that was being discussed in the Missouri House related to sports wagering uh, was perfected is what they call it. You're like, okay, what the heck does perfected mean? Basically, there's multiple steps that you have to go through uh, to get out of the House, to get out of the, the Senate. And this was kind of the most crucial step for the sports wagering bill that had been discussed in Missouri uh, to pass. And so tonight basically was a debate, and there were a couple amendments that would have been offered up to the bill. Those all failed, which, uh, depending on you know your viewpoint of what the amendments were, which we get in, into, uh, was a good thing, meaning it, it just smoothly went through. It, it was perfected. It passed this step. And now, maybe later this week, there's one final go, which is what they call the third reading. It's kind of a formality at this point in time. So it's going to pass out of the Missouri House. And, yes, it is a significant step, um, but this happened a year ago as well. So I want to caution people, like the Missouri House, uh, really hasn't been the issue when it comes to sports wagering. One of the representatives, Dan Houks, has been heavily involved uh, in making this happen. And so the, the Missouri side on the House is going to be good to go here very soon. It'll come down to the Senate again, which is where the bills uh, related to sports wagering ultimately failed a year ago and what the holdup has been the last couple uh, of years. But a bill with a 10% tax rate uh, is going to pass out of the House and, and pretty much tonight assured that. So we can finally stop getting texts from Carrington, who is currently <laughs> to my left, about putting a placed bet. Is there anything in your life more annoying? Because I get it, too, from people that will be like, hey, man, you're in Kansas this morning doing your show. I just need you to you know, put this in for me. And it's like, you know, 
it's okay if it's like a one bet, like, hey, put this on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I'll send you the, you know, whatever. It's another thing when they're like, all right, here's the parlay. I've got two spreads, two money lines, two overs. It's just, <laughs> we need this for Missouri. And I guess to be more yeah. serious, you'd have to think that the leading edge of this argument for Missouri to pass it is, yes, you might not be a fan of sports gambling, but you might be a fan of revenue for your state. And they've probably sure. seen the numbers that Kansas has put up. No question. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, being able to just bet uh, from your couch, for those of you in Missouri, I think that's what everybody wants to be able to do. So you're not asking friends, so you're not driving across the state line. And you're right, even if you're not into sports wagering, there is certainly a tax revenue uh, aspect to all of this. You go and you look at Missouri, you got Iowa that borders Missouri, legalized Kansas, Illinois, Arkansas uh, that that legalized uh, that have legal sports wagering, uh, and those are tax dollars that are going to to other states. And depending on uh, what the final bill looks like, you know, you could be talking about six to, to ten million dollars in the first year, and then going up from there. It depends on what the tax rate ultimately is going to be. Um, and I want to stress, like, there is still a long ways to go right. in in Missouri. So it's not, you know, tonight's a nice step, um, but it's going to be something that over the next couple of weeks, and really up until probably May twelfth, which is the deadline. Uh, for Missouri really to get this thing passed. But, yeah, Carrington called me on Saturday mm-hmm. as well during a, during the KU game. And, look, if you want me to make a wager for you and you live in Missouri and you're Carrington or whoever <laughs> and you give me a couple days in advance, then then sure, I'm good. But don't ask me in the middle of my alma mater who ended up losing that game uh, to make a live wager for you. It's not going to happen. Did you pick Kansas or Arkansas to win that game? I did not. So I did not have money on the game. Okay. I, I thought KU would end up winning. I actually did not bet on that game in particular. But um, I, I think I got my hopes up when KU got up double digits, right? Like, you know, right. going into the game, I thought Arkansas absolutely could beat KU, and that was a very popular pick. But once KU came out as strong as they did, that's what kind of got everybody's hopes up, I think, a little bit more. How crazy did you see that uh, Gonzaga ending where that guy just, <laughs> the TCU kid just hucks one up? This is oh, uh, reminiscing of a story that I had in college where a buddy of mine bet against KUK State and I think K-State was down by five, and they were, I want to say they were three-point dogs, and Jacob Pullen just heaved a three from half court and swished it to make it a two-point game, and he had some serious cash on it. Are those the type of things that, like, can keep people just completely away from sports gambling, or is that one of those things where, like, there was probably somebody from TCU that just absolutely went nuts to put money that they would cover, and that's the craziness about it? That's the thing. Yeah, just when, whenever you are saying, hey, that's a bad beat and the worst beat of your life, there's somebody else that was going nuts in their living room because they had no business winning that bet uh, and then ended up on a last-second shot having it reversed. I mean, there's so many moments, if you bet on a regular basis, that you go through where you can think how you got fortunate. Uh, those, those ones you remember, but also you know, you, people remember the, the bad beats sometimes even more. Uh, based off of uh, you know the gambling gods, if you will, and, and hurting them. But there's always times where you get some breaks. Uh, you get some breaks as well. There was the San Diego State game Ugh. earlier in the tournament. I don't know if you remember that. So they were five-point favorites, five-and-a-half-point favorites, and there was a foul with .8 seconds to go that had people upset. And, and San Diego State made two free throws virtually with no time on the clock uh, that ended up allowing San Diego State to get the cover. Like, that was one of those where I needed that. Like, that was very good for me. I was on San Diego State. So, okay, you, you get that break, and then there's other games I can pinpoint that, that I feel like I got screwed. But that's what's fun, man. Like, if you're, if you're betting, you know, whatever you can afford to lose, right, uh, if you're betting in that way, it's just another form of entertainment. You get another right. three hours or whatever of the rush, and uh, it's fun. And that's, that's kind of what, that's what I, I enjoy doing, especially 
uh, if it's a sporting event that maybe you wouldn't be watching. You know, the tournament I'm going to watch no matter what. But if it's a random Wednesday night uh, West Coast baseball game, Dusty, maybe you throw a few bucks on it just because. Oh, you better believe it because you know I'm all about those total bases, unders and strikeouts, <laughs> under first innings. You know how it goes. Um Last but not least, the NCAA tournament uh, odd sharks came out with the odds. I'm going to tell you, man, the one team that screams put money on me is Texas or Connecticut at plus 900 for Texas, plus a thousand for Connecticut. And if you really want to get wild and bet on these K state wildcats who have kind of, I saw your tweet yeah. earlier, it's kind of opened up for them. They are a three seed. That's respectable. They're plus 2,500. Where do you think there is the, the value and the high numbers? So one, yeah, Connecticut, I think, is, is, is the best team right now in the tournament based on what they did opening weekend. They're 9-1, to one, so it's not terrible value even at that. I don't, I don't hate that whatsoever. You know, Kansas State, because of the past, you know, they're one-point dogs against Michigan State. If you're just trying to, to look at value and then have an opportunity to hedge, uh, even at FanDuel, they're 30-1, to one, Dusty, to win the national championship. Damn. So you start looking at that opportunity. Heck, you can even bet on uh, Kansas State just to – uh, make, of course, the, the Final Four. And I was trying to pull that up real quick as I'm talking to you. Kansas State, just to make the Final Four, uh, their odds, what are they in the, the, that they'd be in the South region or what are they in the, the East region? I guess it'd be how they just pulled up. It would be plus 320. I don't <sighs> hate that just to, just to get to the Final Four, to get two wins, yeah. a win against Michigan State and, and likely a win against Tennessee. But to answer your direct question, um, I think to me the best bets right now would be Texas and UCLA. I had UCLA in the national championship game before the tournament. Uh, I had them, we'll just ignore, going up against Arizona, uh, <laughs> who got bounced right away. But uh, UCLA at plus 850 is still a bet I like just because I, I had them going to the tournament, uh, to the to the final, I should say, anyway. Over, under 107 times you'll eat Chipotle in this next calendar year. Ooh, well, 108 this past year, man. So I feel like that's the standard. It's two years in a row over 100 visits. That's insane. Um, so, yeah, I'll, 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 go, I'll go under, though. I'm going to guess it will dip below 100 this year because I already know I'm off to a slower start. I already know that's I'm good. not hitting that two-week two average, uh, two-time-a-week average already through the first couple months of 2023. So I think we're below that pace. 108 times you had Chipotle. <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I told my roommate that. He goes, wait, that means he's eating it on like Monday and Thursday every week for the entire mm-hmm. year. And I was like, pretty much. Yeah. And he's cool with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there were some weeks where it was to get the, you know, it averages out to that. There were some weeks where we were going three or four times, but I would say uh, right now, like, let's see today's today's Monday. Yeah. The last time I had it was last Thursday or Friday. So yeah, we're probably due tomorrow, you know? Yeah, you're uh, you're hitting the unders like the first two weekends of the or the first week of the tournament. <laughs> no and then of course they said they said they said bet the unders on Sunday. Your boy leads with two unders in the first two games of the day. The overhead. They go over. So, yeah, yep, of course. That's Thanks, Vegas. Here's the thing. You got okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just here's the thing with trends, man. By the time everybody figures out trends, yep. the books have adjusted as well. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Vegas. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Xavier and Pittsburgh. They just couldn't miss a shot in the first ten minutes. Gold. Uh, you got anything tomorrow planned on a Tuesday show, or is it just uh, sit back and enjoy the ride from 10 to 2? We, we are going to overanalyze tweets that Patrick Mahomes has liked. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Well, have a good rest of your All night. Right. Enjoy this beautiful weather, and uh, I guess you'll have Chipotle tomorrow, Wednesday, and Friday to catch up on your, uh, on your yearly thing. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks again for the time. Alex Gold of Cody and Gold joined us just now to give you a little bit of an update. Sounds like positive news. But it's uh, it's the very beginning of a positive news train. Obviously, a lot more has to happen for us to be able to sit our asses on the couch and plug in a live bet from the city of Kansas City, Missouri.
which would be nice because your boy lives in Missouri and there's a lot of games where you're like, I know they're going to win in the second half. I don't want to drive to the state line of Kansas to place the bet. So more on that to come. Thanks for Alex Gold joining the show here on After Hours. I am Dusty Likens coming up on the other side. We talked about Lamar as the last man standing. There are two guys left standing when it comes to this free agency position. You probably know who we're going to talk about. Either way you want to look at it. It's interesting. One or the other or somebody who's even yet to play in the league. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. You don't have to be officially engaged to start looking at engagement rings together. I'm a jewelry consultant here at Chain Company, and we have couples come in all the time to see our great selection. A lot of them like to pick out their top three rings. They make it a date, and it's fun. With so many options to create a -a one-of-a-kind ring, you may not know where to start. And that's where we come in. We're here to help. Shane Company has over a thousand engagement in every price range, from sparkling pave styles to elaborate halo designs, high quality rings in yellow, white gold, rose gold, and platinum. For your center stone, Shane Company offers all shapes and sizes of natural diamonds, lab grown diamonds, and a broad spectrum of natural, colorful gemstones, from over a dozen colors of sapphires to rubies to Peach Morganite, and more. Come see us at Chain Company today and have some fun picking out your engagement ring together. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. Hey, it's Karen T. Harrison from The Drive here. Do you remember how cold it got this winter? Well, it was a chilly one. And if you notice the cold air pouring through those old leaky windows, well, guess what? When it gets hot this summer, the exact opposite is going to happen. All that cool air is going to escape through those leaky windows, and that hot air is going to come in. So I'm telling you right now to replace those old windows and keep your house cool this summer with the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs over at Window World. Their windows are one of two windows with a good housekeeping seal of approval, a lifetime warranty that covers all parts, glass breakage, and labor. And right now, Window World is offering 18 months same-as-cash financing with approved credit. So pick up the phone right now and call this number for a free home estimate, 816-799-0820, and they can show you how they are simply the best for less. Remember this phone number, 816-799-0820, or check out the website, windowworld.com. Hey, it's Josh Kligler. You had a solid retirement dream. Sell your home in a few years, bank the equity, downsize, and travel. But inflation and recession has you wondering if all your hard-earned equity will still be there. What if you could recession-proof your equity right now? You can with Truehold. Truehold will buy your home for its best current value before recession can erode it. You get to bank all the cash now and live in your home for as long as you want. And Truehold covers all property taxes, insurance, repairs, and maintenance. And since Truehold pays your home's current value in cash now, it's yours to do whatever you'd like. Don't wait for inflation, recession, and interest rates to erode your home's value. Visit Truehold.com and discover how much Truehold will buy your home for today based on its best current value, not what's coming. Call 1-855-399-93 or visit Truehold.com, the smarter, faster way to cash out your home's value without having to move. That's Truehold.com. 
Com. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? I haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text HUNK to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text HU NK to 42424. That's hunk to 42424. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Nick Schwartz. And Bink. And Kristen Ocero. With the NFL Draft coming to Kansas City this April, we've launched the Character Concerns podcast leading you all the way up to the first round at Union Station. We'll get into all my award-winning mock drafts, who I want the Chiefs to take, who squatted what weight at the combine, and what awards. We all know why it's called Character Concerns, because Bink's got some problems. We're going to release new episodes every Tuesday, so subscribe now on the Odyssey app at 610sports.com or wherever you get your podcasts. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Back in on After Hours, Dusty Likens with you until 9 o'clock. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll have the out-of-left-field question, a pretty uh, dangerous one. I'm a little nervous with the response that will come in on the J Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. Updating the World Baseball Classic semifinal game against Japan and Mexico. 3-0 Mexico. They just hit a three-run bomb um, off of Japan. So now it is 3-0 Mexico. Shohei Otani is up right now for Japan with a 2-1 count and a man on first. So fireworks could be coming soon. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, thanks to Josh Vernier who joined us earlier. Joined us earlier on the show, Vern's appearances are brought to you by KCKPD, accepting applications for new and experienced law enforcement officers, kckpd.org. For more more information, equal opportunity employer. Um, We'll get into the World Baseball Classic here in a little bit, but what I want to go back to right now is what's currently happening in the NFL free agency. And we're seeing everybody kind of find a home. We're kind of running down the possibilities of, Who's left? Who's got what left on their, you know, scouting report, where teams will look and where things might end up for other people that are interesting for other teams in the NFL as we speak today, as of March 20th. And two names that still remain on the block is Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins. They've been a popular name involving the Chiefs throughout the offseason. And unfortunately, this is the way it's going to go for the Chiefs as long as Patrick Mahomes is a member of the Kansas City Chiefs, so probably for the next 10 years or so, you're probably going to see this type of stuff happen every offseason when a free agent receiver like these guys become available or the opportunity is for them to maybe join um, a contending team. And this on Twitter earlier around the NFL circles, the Chiefs uh, would like to add a wide receiver, whether it's Hopkins or OBJ. Patrick Mahomes restructured his contract, so they're about $10 million under the cap, which is interesting. 
And I bring up a question to a lot of you as Otani strikes out as it's still 3-0 Mexico over Japan. Winner plays the United States tomorrow night in the World Baseball Classic finale. But it brings up the question, what do you think Odell Beckham Jr. can do in this offense? Do we think 7,803? Is that a number that we could be realistically looking at for Odell Beckham Jr.? Again, did not play last year in the NFL. I know that he still has some youth. He still has a lot of athleticism left in his tank. But again, we've seen guys that miss years before try to come back, and you can see that they're clearly a step behind because the NFL is such a rapid, fast, growing sport that the talent seems to always kind of be very, very ripe no matter when you get into the league. And if you are missing a year and you've been in the league, it kind of shows and it taxes your body a little bit. And Odell Beckham Jr. obviously coming off the two ACL surgeries on the same leg, one that he injured in the Super Bowl and then had his trials and tribulations last year working out for Dallas. And the news comes out that maybe he's a little bit further behind than he'd like to see. And then next thing you know, Odell Beckham Jr. does not find a roster. You switch the narrative over to DeAndre Hopkins. We think DeAndre Hopkins probably offers you a little bit more than what Odell Beckham Jr. can offer you at this point in their careers. And I would look at DeAndre Hopkins and ask yourself, do we think DeAndre Hopkins can put up 85 receptions for 950 yards and maybe four touchdowns? Because you look at what Juju Smith-Schuster did in this offense last year. He had 78 for 933 and three touchdowns. And that was good for about a 12 yards, 12 yard average per reception. That's fantastic. We all know that Juju Smith-Schuster probably could have put up better numbers, might have been a 1,000-yard receiver if he hadn't missed the two-and-a-half games that he had due to injury and concussions uh, that unfortunately happened for him in his year this year with the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, a 75 or a 78 for 933 and three touchdowns on about a total of 14 games for Juju Smith-Schuster seemed about right. That's kind of where the numbers projected him at the beginning of the season. He was trending more to have better numbers than that, but obviously there were some unfortunate circumstances that happened. But again, you look at Odell Beckham Jr. and you try to look at through this crystal ball of what could possibly be there for OBJ. And you think, like we mentioned earlier, a 7,803 decent amount of, of production for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that would be something where at the end of the season, you'd sit back, feed on the ottoman, and say, you know what? That was worth it for a certain amount of money. Again, he came out over the weekend and said, I ain't saying that I need 20 million, but I need a little bit more than four. And I think we can all agree that that kind of seemed like maybe that was a, a Brett Veach type of contract. Like, hey, we'll give you four right away, but you got to have a lot of incentives. DeAndre Hopkins, another one. If we look at DeAndre Hopkins and what he did when he had Kyler Murray and came off of a six-game suspension, still played last year, had a decent amount of numbers, put up good numbers in an offense that had a struggling quarterback and a struggling head coach, and things seemed to be kind of awry when it came to that offense last year and you plug him into this offense and you would think that those numbers could be a little bit better with the full season under his belt. And I think Deandre Hopkins, now that Juju Smith Schuster has exited the, the thought process of coming back to this team. Now that he is a member of the new England Patriots, you do maybe need to go find that, but where you can also look at this is do you connect with one of these guys or do you trust Brett Veach, Andy Reed, Patrick Mahomes, who have probably all sat down together, I think at least at some point, or eventually will, and look at some of these receivers that are going to be available in the draft or where they could move maybe and draft here on April 27th on night one and maybe take a wide receiver. Again, all your information on the pre-draft talk and mock drafts, which I believe Jay Binkley's mock draft with Chris Unicero and Nick Schwartz, who do the Character Concerns podcast. You heard the promotion right before this segment started that you can find that on 610sports.com and Jay Binkley, who I saw today 
Said it could be a nice little episode coming out tomorrow, so you want to check that. But again, do you trust Veach, Mahomes, and Reed to kind of do their due diligence, find a receiver that can maybe give you similar numbers to what maybe we think that Odell Beckham Jr. and DeAndre Hopkins could offer this offense? Or is this one of those things where you come back with a guy like Sky Moore, you draft a young receiver, and you go get a veteran guy like an Odell Beckham Jr. or a DeAndre Hopkins who could fit in that locker room and be a guy that's just, you know, ready to get a championship ring or at least play for one? Because we played you the audio earlier, Adam Thielen said he wanted to go to a place that could win and have a potential shot at winning a Super Bowl, and it obviously didn't matter because he went to Carolina. So a good promotion there for one Adam Thielen on Pat McAfee's show that you heard earlier. But this is just for me personally, from my standpoint, this is where I have to eventually get in my life when it comes to this general manager for this team that represents Kansas City, and I think I would trust Brett Veach in any situation that he might currently think that is right for this team. I'm not sure if going and getting one of these guys is worth that. I know that Brett Veach values draft picks. They have 11 coming up here in about a month from now that'll be in Kansas City. And you'd have to think that maybe he could find somebody and somebody that could work with Patrick Mahomes that Patrick Mahomes might like that Andy Reid could also see works in the system. Andy Reid has a pretty good track record of finding receivers that can work in his offense. In fact, the breaking news from this past weekend was that Todd Pinkston will join his staff of coaches in this new season on his staff, a guy that he drafted, a guy like Jeremy Macklin, guys like Tyreek Hill, guys that can really affect a team immediately. And if you find a guy in the first round that can maybe give you a little bit better numbers than what we had mentioned that might be a perfect case scenario for an OBJ or a DeAndre Hopkins, those are the sure things. The draft picks, always going to have a little bit of questions. But again, when it comes to those questions, I think you can securely tell yourself that Brett Veach and Andy Reid will find the best possible option for this offense. And if you don't think so, I mean, they've, just been to Super Bowls and playoffs and won the AFC West year after year after year. Mexico is still up 3-0. The World Baseball Classic is getting intense, and your United States roster is there. What that means not only for Team USA, but for a couple of guys that represent the Royals that are on this roster as well. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Shout out to DJE, representative of the Quaft, joining us live in New York City. You always love to see that. Thanks to the people that represent this show, even out of state. You can always download this show on uh, 610sports.com using the Odyssey app, Apple Music, Spotify, internet search, www.afterhours.com. Click on that good looking son of a gun, put it in your ears. Say that out loud, I guess. From the 913, Dustin. I'm over to the Chiefs. Go bring in another wide receiver free agent. I hope it's DJ Shark instead of either Odell Beckham Jr. or Hopkins. I'm good with DJ Shark. I've liked DJ Shark since he was in Jacksonville. I'm good with that, too. We brought the question of DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., or... random rookie receiver and trusting Brett Veach. Man, this song just bangs. I mean, if you're not down with the 
the silver well, loners, we can't be friends. Because if you put this song on at the middle of the night, now, not the middle of the night, but around 10 p.m., when it starts to get nice outside and the sun's setting later, and the lights go down, and you just let Seeger do his thing, one brief instant, they pretend they're you just let that piano drop. Anyways, all right, I'll get back to sports. From the 913, Andy loves motion and wide receivers with yak. Yeah, I mean, or guys that can get 12 yards per catch. I mean, that's always nice, too. I just, the thing I love so much about Juju being on this roster was the fact that he was just a, I guess, a similar role that Travis Kelsey would run on the offense as well. So it was like, if you didn't like Travis Kelsey being double covered, Juju Smith-Schuster could get wide open and single coverage, and then it was just Patrick Mahomes picking his poison. And quite honestly, Binkley always asks me this question all the time, you know, who's been Patrick Mahomes' second best wide receiving option since Tyreek Hill? And, or other than Tyreek Hill, not counting Travis Kelsey, obviously plays the position of tight end, also an anomaly because can be a glorified receiving tight end, best we've ever seen. But it's like, do you have the debate? Is it Juju? Is it Sammy Watkins? And then you look at both those guys, big-bodied, can get open, trustworthy hands, and if need be, can get a good third down reception. The question remains, what do they do? Do they go to the draft or do they just go to free agency and find somebody? Or would it shock you if they just went and got both when it comes to Odell Beckham? Now, could you imagine that? Wouldn't that shock the world? That might drop the bomb on the entire NFL. Not only did DeAndre Hopkins go to Kansas City, so did Odo Beckham Jr. I don't think that's going to happen. Turner drives the ball to left center field. Back it goes. It's gone again. On a team full of stars, none shining brighter than Trey Turner. No kidding. Trey Turner had the grand slam in the eighth the other night against Venezuela, and then he had the home run. Last night, Trey Turner really having a good World Baseball Classic. And I ask your people out there that are listening to the show, is the World Baseball Classic something that you're interested in? I know some people have been like, nah, it's not really my thing. It's not real baseball because, you know, the season hasn't started yet. I'm more into stuff, you know, outside of the World Baseball Classic. Can't really get into it. I got a lot invested in the March Madness tournament. I'm still kind of eager to see where draft picks are going to be. It's just kind of on the back burner. I'll wait and see if they get to the championship. So it's interesting. But the World Baseball Classic has been fun. In fact, I got in trouble, had poker night with the fellas on Saturday night, and I switched over to USA versus Venezuela. And, uh, you know, some people are like, what are you doing, man? Basketball's on. I'm like, sorry, sorry. Baseball sports nerd. But again, Japan versus Mexico will be... uh, Finish tonight. The winner of that will play Team USA. Team USA with a loaded roster with Goldschmidt, Arenado, Bobby Witt Jr., Brady Singer. I'm just kidding. Um, eh, They're loaded with talent. But it's fun watching this. And it's fun watching this team potentially play for a a world title. And that's something that when I look at it from a standpoint of representing the United States of America and baseball, which is... You know, questioned by some that is baseball washed in the United States? Are these other countries so much better? Yet here's the United States representing their side 
in the final of this tournament. And it's been fun to watch. Like I mentioned with Vern earlier, I didn't really get into it, you know, until maybe out of pool stage, which is fine. I mean, the World Cup pool stage is a little bit different. There's a lot of countries that are that are similar to talent levels that it is in baseball. You don't really know who could possibly upset who because there is a huge following in both these sports all over the globe that we call Earth. And I think that when you look at the World Baseball Classic, there's a lot of fun things that you don't see in Major League Baseball because the maybe the stakes are different at a different level. And as Fern had mentioned earlier with Bobby Witt Jr., he said, I was wondering if I was going to get nervous with the sellout crowd in Arizona or in Miami when they were playing and just to try to see where the nerves might be. Man, ain't nobody beating Mexico. You'll probably see this later on Twitter. It just happened. Japan went for a home run. It goes all the way to the wall. And Mexico's left or center fielder reaches up. Shirt half untucked and robs a home run. And then after he robs the home run, just a cold-blooded stare to the rest of the field. And right now he's getting a standing ovation from the entire stadium. Left fielder robs the home run from Japan. Half the shirt is untucked gold chain sticking out cold blooded stare to the rest of the field. And then a point to the stadium as everyone is on their feet because you just don't see stuff like this very often, especially at a moment like this. And then the pitcher's reaction to the catch is classic as well. You'll see it on Twitter. It just happened in the semifinal game on FS1. Uh, Mexico, Japan, what a play. That's what I'm saying is like you see this type of stuff and it's like the Little League World Series on steroids, which is kind of terrible to say because of the past of baseball and steroids. I didn't really mean it like that, but it's just like the intensity level for these grown-ass men, some fairly young, you could still consider them kids, but Arizona, I think is how maybe you probably say that name. Probably not. Just made one of the greatest catches in the World Baseball Classic Tournament you'll ever see and the greatest celebration you'll ever see. And he's no stranger to these types of plays. But the other thing that's kind of important to kind of soak in from this World Baseball Classic, which these games have been sold out night after night after night after night, they're not going to give him another chance, are they? There's no way. Okay, that's a replay. I thought he did it twice in a row. I'm just kidding. It's more so the cold-blooded stare after he made the catch, which is insane. But the two members of the Royals... Bobby Wood Jr. and Brady Singer, and I asked Vern about this, is how important is it? Again, I'm not making this up, but I'm, I'm very distracted. This man is signing autographs in between outs after the catch. That's insane. One out, went to the wall, signed an autograph, threw the ball back over, returned back to the position, and ready to play baseball world baseball classic but we get back to a serious note and you think about what Brady Singer and Bobby Witt Jr. can carry over right the intensity the the brotherhood of what was the world baseball classic maybe a gold medal a ring a title and to share that with other people and tell people hey this is what we learned this is where we picked the brain of Adam Wainwright who taught me how to throw his another pitch told me where to really bring the pressure on when it comes to releasing something. Bobby Witt Jr. picking the brains of Paul Goldschmidt, Trey Turner, Mike Trout, Nolan Arenado, 
You know, even guys like Adam Wainwright himself can tell players where they can pick up these things. And when the Royals do come together and do start spring training, maybe there is a lot of what may can develop from these young kids picking the minds in this World Baseball Classic. Yes, they're not playing or getting the reps that maybe you'd like or I'd like to see, but they're getting the information from guys that have won titles, guys that have played in baseball for many, many years, and guys that have been no stranger to the World Baseball Classic. And that, my friends, is something that can go a very, very long way. And when we look at the Royals and we think of the win totals and where they can go, we would like to see maybe over 68 and a half. And one thing that I asked Vern about was if they're going to get over that, they got to have a number two pitcher and his number two pitcher in mind as of right now, or the favorite in the clubhouse. Well, who can be, uh, take your pick who is right now is, is Zach Granke. Um, just because of uh, the, the, the experience, um, what he did last year thoroughly impressed me. I didn't think he had that left in him. Uh, so if he's able to duplicate that, uh, that I think will be the second best pitching performance from a Royal starter this season. I hope it's not. I, I hope uh, Daniel Lynch, you know, how many times have we had this conversation? But I hope Daniel Lynch can have that singer-like step forward we saw a year ago uh, and put up a, a sub-four ERA. Give me, uh, you know, a strikeout per nine of, uh, you know, something north of of, of nine. Uh, you know, get, get the walks down. Give me, give me some innings. Give me a solid 100 and. 45 innings of a sub four ERA. If he could do that, then then you could make a case that Lynch coming from the left side would be the number two to Singer, but uh, the uh, overwhelming favorite would be Zach Greinke. So again, Zach Greinke, looking at you, Daniel Lynch, looking at you, Brad Keller. I'm not saying you got to be a number two, BK, but you got to get a little bit more endurance and you got to get a little bit more leadership on the mound because you're a big body who's had good promises, and we haven't seen much of it, but I'd like to see that kind of step up. If Lynch can be your two, Crinky can be your three, you can hammer that 68 and a half. Uh, thanks to the text line, uh, a Rose Arena, that's who made the catch. During the break, go look it up on Twitter. Look at his reaction. Not only that, he signed an autograph during the same inning. It's cold-blooded. It's sick. Speaking of cold-blooded, those days are over. I bring up a hot take that maybe a lot of you might disagree with because you're fall guys, but I'm a spring guy, and I'll explain why next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Back in on 610 Sports Radio, Dusty Likens with you tonight all the way until 9 o'clock. So the show goes by pretty quick, but we always say it, time flies when you're having fun. I have a blast doing this for everybody every night. Obviously, time will be, uh, will be held short as the Royals will soon own the airwaves here in Kansas City. I know, I know. But they always have like off days on Thursdays, and there's those early season games where they don't go the full length of 9 o'clock, and we'll get to slide in here a little bit more often than not, but... Enjoy it while we can, as this is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio, and then we'll see how much I pop up on the main roster throughout the time of vacation. So hopefully that'll happen uh, more often than not. Still 3-0, Mexico over Japan, two-on-one out, bottom five. 
Japan losing. Winner plays Team USA. The Rosarina, man, uh, catch of the tournament so far and everything that came with it. Speaking of baseball, somebody from the 816ZC says the World Baseball Classic is great. I don't understand why people are hating on it and the regular MLB. The World Baseball Classic is way better than the MLB right now. I think there's a little bit of truth to that. I think the truth to that is because while playing for country, and I I don't understand this, to be quite honest with you, maybe that's just because baseball is so lost in the times, but playing for country, it appears it is okay to have an egregious bat flip, have a over-eccentric celebratory taunt after striking somebody out because you're playing for country, not playing for club, and it's a knockout game, and you go home and... Maybe we see more of this in, in, in the playoffs, but why do we why do we get upset about this during the regular season? Like, I would not be pissed at all if Tim Anderson were batting for the Chicago White Sox and Brady Singer were pitching for the Kansas City Royals, both of which are representatives on Team USA, but I would not be upset if Brady Singer struck out Tim Anderson in the ninth inning to win the game on a complete game shutout and pump his fist and get rowdy. And then the next day, maybe Tim Anderson leads the game off with a home run and throws a bat flip. Now I know a lot of people are like, that's not the way it should be, but don't we need baseball to have that sort of slight attitude era to continue it to be something of more attractiveness when it comes to the sport currently that is displayed. I know 162 games doesn't help. I know that it's starting in March doesn't necessarily help. It is a long season that could be cut down short, but it just seems that there are different rules implied for different situations. And I would not care at all if there were more bat flips and more pumps from the fist of pitchers. I mean, that guy for Venezuela went nuts the other night. And then how great was it to see Trey Turner hit a slimy? Right, You get that slimy against somebody else and things get a little bit better, at least in my mind. Speaking of getting a little bit better, I think we're entering the best time of the season. Now, I've had this take before, and I've, I've had, you know, hot takes that might not have landed for other people like maybe I felt like they could, but I don't think there's a better time, at least in the sports world, for you personally and for, I guess, globally, at least in the United States. And right now we are entering that. As today we would mentioned earlier in the show that today was the spring equinox, right? We're officially in spring. We're ready to roll. Yesterday morning was 18. Today right now at 751. The current high is 52 degrees. This is nice, man. This is when you get fireplace I'm sorry, fire pit status, you know? You go out and buy you a nice little fire pit from Lowe's or Home Depot. You go find those twigs that fell in the winter, put them in there, crack you a Miller Lat, and have you a nice little time. Take that TV out of the house, put it on a little patio setup, drink some brews, grill out some dogs, have a nice time. It's a good day to be alive. Because spring is here, and there is no better season to me than spring. Think about what spring brings. March Madness, round of 16 in Kansas City. What do you want to do? You go hang out at the Quaft. You go hang out in downtown Power and Light. You go hang out at John's Big Deck. Sit up on the ceiling. 
Look at the city. Go catch you a game. You know those Kansas fans that bought their tickets in advance? They got to sell them. Right? Go have a good time. Watch some March Madness. Go to an outside event. The temperatures are nice. Not only that, you know I'm a golf nerd. You've got the Masters in two weeks. The greatest golf event of the entire season. The official kickoff of spring golf. Also, speaking of golf, those of you that want to have some fun, we need to really elaborate on this a little bit more, but a lot of fun. Rosarina just made another catch through the ball behind him and in the crowd after he did it. Now he's sprinting back. This place is just electric right now. USA versus Mexico is going to have a lot of smoke in the World Baseball Classic. Oh, by the way, World Baseball Classic, spring. Opening day, spring. NFL draft, spring. Where are you going to watch it? In the lawn, by the Liberty Memorial, at Union Station, in Kansas City. You know? Better weather, cheaper utilities. Who doesn't like sleeping with the window open and not leaving the air conditioner or the heater on? You get that reminder from Evergy. You used 89% less energy. Let's go have us a night, Daddy. You let that window open. Let the stank out or let it in, whatever you're into. Seems weird to bring that up, but you get it. Cheaper utilities, the NFL draft, longer days, brighter mornings, baseball, Masters, weather, March Madness, golf seasons for scumbags like me. I can call a golf course. Hey, Saturday is going to be 59 and sunny. Sign your boy up. I'll be there an hour early because it's a little stiff right now. The swing, the swing. Come on now. And I know that I'll get crushed for this and people will say, oh, Dusty, you're wrong. It's the fall. We all love the fall. Football season. Football season's year-round. Get it out of here. We've done nothing but talk football since football ended. The draft, mock drafts, free agency, tampering, Lamar Jackson. It's gone nowhere. You can't tell me that football starts. Play starts in the fall. But, man, the most important part of the season, the spring, the draft. What's Brett Veach going to do? I don't know but I'll be at Union Station, edge of my chair, ready to roll. Why? Because it's nice. Yeah, it might rain, but that brings on the beautifulness of Mother Nature and the flowers. So I think spring's better. I think we're in the best time of the year. Nothing better. Getting to the ballpark, leaving the windows open, going to play golf, going outside and playing whatever sport it may be. Spring sports, better than fall sports. At least from like a youth standpoint. I remember getting super excited that baseball started. Got tired of hitting the batting cages in February in Grain Valley. Was ready to play those games. Pissed when it rained. You'd be in full uniform. Call the rainout number. Didn't have a rainout on it. Halfway to the ballpark. Call the rainout number. Game's been canceled. Tears down the face. Man, love the spring, bro. Nothing better than a cold Miller High Life and a koozie that might say Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band tour with a fire pit sitting on a layer of bricks with a TV to your right, with the Royals on, background noise, put it on mute, put it on 610, listen to Denny Matthews call the game, listen to Vern's postgame show 
on the patio. Maybe call in after a few tankers. Let the Royals be fun. Somebody from the text line chimes in. I think the attitude era in baseball would bring in new fans. The people that don't like that kind of thing should just take up watching golf. Be careful, though. Be careful, because there's a little bit of attitude in golf right now with LIV versus PGA. But yes, a little more sass and spice in baseball would then intensify how much better the spring is. But I don't think there is a case in point that you can tell me that this time of the year isn't better. Plus, school's getting ready to be out, right? Come on, man. It's spring, bro. That's the best part of the year. Can't top it. Won't top it. At least in my mind. It's almost 8 o'clock, which means we have to do one thing. One thing only. 913-586-7610. That's the text line sponsored by Jay Southland Toast Service text line. We get to our 8 o'clock out of left field question next on After Hours with Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Nick Schwartz and Bink and Kristen O'Sara. 